0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of At Center Stage, a video series dedicated to emerging, fast-growing and developing sectors. Are you an industry player or a stakeholder, or just curious about what's going on in the selected industry? Join us in this half-an-hour discussion where we will touch upon the developments in the high-paced, controversial, booming and future-facing sector. Today's topic is the gambling industry, more precisely the Slovenian gambling market. I'm your host, Sasho Pap, and today I will be joined by Primoš Bohinc and Gasper Hajdu. Primoš has more than 20 years of hands-on experience in the gambling industry, including casinos. He holds a degree in economics and his broad understanding of this industry makes him an excellent interlocutor to Gasper, an associate at CMS Slovenia with expertise in the field of gambling. Great to have you here, guys. Hi, everyone. Thanks for
1: the invitation.
0: Private and foreign investors are closely monitoring the legislative developments in Slovenia. That could bring some more liberalization to the market and we will certainly dive deeper into this. But I think we should start this episode with a bit of history. Primash, could you start with a little bit of background story about gaming in Slovenia, in short?
1: Yes, Sasha, thank you. Gambling in this part of the world began in 1913 in Portoroš with the establishment of the Casino d'Entražer association, where the social life of people spending summer in Portoroš took place. In recent history, in 1964, the second Yugoslav and the first Slovene casino in Portoroš started operating. Soon after the establishment of the Portorož casino, it became clear that gambling tourism has great potential, mainly due to the location of casinos near the Italian-Slovenian border, as Italian guests were interested in gambling. As gambling was an Extremely profitable activity and recorded exceptional business results. Many casinos and later even more gaming salons were established in five decades to this day. Most casinos and gambling salons were established in the western part of the country near the Italian border. Why? Because Italians are one of the strongest gambling nations, and Yugoslav authorities took advantage of that for the inflow of foreign currencies. The fact is that Slovenia has a gambling history and tradition. We have the know-how, but we missed a considerable opportunity at one point. In the first decade of the 21st century, the development of IT technologies paved the way for the transition of gambling to the digital world. And Slovenia missed that opportunity big time. Namely, due to the established business models and financial channels, and consequently due to the Exploitation of monopoly. There was no political will to change the legislation which would would allow gambling operators to adopt to the new digital reality. In terms of online gambling, the Slovenian market is stuck in time. There is only one active online gambling operator, and the market is far from being competitive. Slovenia is one of the rare European markets that doesn't practice the free market concept in gambling.
0: But what is the current status of the legislative framework in Slovenia, Gasper?
2: Thank you, Sasho. Before I begin, I would like to thank Mr. Buchins for being with us today and to Mr. Papp for the nice introduction. Now back to your question, Sasho. At the beginning, I think I have to explain that currently the Slovenian legislation only allows for two gambling concession for classical games of chance, which also include the betting services. <laughs> this currently being the Slovenian Sports Lottery. And this, in sense, means that the market is closed and that no other interested parties may enter the market. Um, however, in recent years, there was considerable effort invested into opening the market. It all began in uh, around 2017, basically, first as a response to the EU Commission's notice to Slovenia that its gambling legislation or our gambling legislation is not fully in line with uh, EU law. But interesting parties also took this as opportunity to start talking about opening the market. A new draft act was proposed, which was unfortunately at the end not adopted. And things laid low for a bit until last year when new draft act was again proposed again with the aim to opening the market, especially the betting market. From currently one provider, it is envisioned that there would be five providers of betting services in Slovenia. And the act is currently in parliament and should be on the voting agenda any time now. It's mm-hmm. like in the last stages. So we are patiently waiting what's going on.
0: But, Primoš, why there is so much turmoil around this piece of legislation? Where, Where is the, is, is there any problem or how do you see this? Uh, Uh, Yes, Sasha,
1: gambling is always a sensitive part of business and uh, our life in general, where politics needs to be careful to meet expectation of all parts of the society. And uh, Slovenia is not different uh, in regards to that. So uh, I think that's the reason why there is so much
0: turmoil around this piece of legislation at the moment. Mm-hmm. OK, so new legislation is basically in parliament and it's going to open the betting market if it's passed. But that's quite unusual. If we we'll look at the closer look at the neighboring countries, as well as other European countries, we can see that a conservative approach to gambling is in general is a rule uh, rather than exception. So why would the Slovenian government want to go in totally the opposite direction, Kasper?
2: Basically, Sasha, this is uh, true to some extent. There are some EU countries that already practice the open market, as previously explained by Primoz. However, there are still a lot of countries with uh, basically a closed market approach and in my opinion this is due to the fact that as we all know gambling is connected to certain risks uh, such as money laundering gambling addiction and uh, society as a whole has to be taken into consideration and uh, the state job is to mitigate this risk and it's simple Unclosed closed smaller market or non-competitive market is very much easier to control in the sense in that the authorities have more effect and uh, there's less efforts to be invested into regulating the market with lesser people in the administration, and so on and so on. However, in the sense, I agree that this market has to be regulated. However, we have to look in what is look at what is going in practice. If we look for Slovenia, number shows and clearly that there are a lot of Slovenians already using foreign betting providers and. These betting providers are not regulated in any way by Slovenian state. They do not pay taxes. They do not uh, pay concession payments as this is mandatory for sports, lo- Slovenian sports lottery. And this cash flow simply goes past us. Mm. I mean, it goes around us and we don't have anything from it. So I think that opening the market would help steer some of the lost cash flow back to Slovenia. And as we'll we'll touch a bit later, um, it would also allow for um, the Slovenian consumers that are using these services now where, where the number is quite high to be protected by Slovenian laws and Slovenian authorities, which is currently not the case.
0: Primoš, what are the economic pros and cons of opening up the market in such a way? What will be the impact on the Slovenian economy if we decide for a less conservative approach, especially for especially to the betting industry? I will
1: start with the pros, uh, Sasha, because I think there are more things that we can list here. So, in my opinion, the first and most important one is more choice for the consumers. Uh, the second one, if we have more choice, uh, this will lead to better offer, lower prices, better odds, and more, for example, business in general. So uh, when we see more business, we will see more taxes collected. Uh, when we open our markets, uh, we see foreign investments. Uh, so, and uh, as uh, Gashper mentioned before, also very important part of that is that government could control the financial flows better than in the situation we we have now so there is always in gambling there's a risk of problem gambling so but based on the research there are 3 to 5% consumers who face problem gambling issues and without any doubt society must help them uh, part of the taxes collected to go to the programs to help people with gambling related issues So we have also solution for that. It is estimated that Slovenians spend more than 300 million euros on foreign online casinos and bookmakers. On the other hand, the total revenue of Slovenian online casino operators and the only legal bookmaker, the sports lottery, is around 100 million. So this data proves that the Slovenian state loses a significant share of uncollected taxes due to the outflow of money abroad.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> We've touched upon uh, the pros and cons for the economy, but what effect will this new expanded and liberalized betting market have on the Slovenian consumer? Kaspar, the legislator will surely have to safeguard consumer rights in some way, right?
2: Good question, Sasha. Of course, consumer protection was the basic principles that has to be considered while talking about changing the gambling legislation. I believe that there is actually a risk um, that more people will start gambling. We should not expect a significant rise, as might be argued with some people opposing the the liberalization of the market. Um, I base my opinion on the fact that The number shows that international regional providers already well known to the Slovenian consumer. They're exposed to their advertisement basically on each um, international sports event broadcasted in Slovenia. So their entry in the market will not have such a novelty effect. This is something new that nobody knew about it and that people will be coming through the door uh, running. This is my opinion, but there is the other side of story is that the people that are actually using these services will now be able to use them in Slovenia and will be protected by the Slovenian legislation. And in this sense, I'm think that the current Slovenian legislation and the legislation which is proposed already has sufficient safeguards for the protection of consumers. There are self-ban options, bans on advertisement or um, advertisement is really limited to only concession holders. Um, there are pr- programs uh, in place by the state through the, I think, that the national health system um, for people who have problems with gambling. and. I think that actually the liberalisation of the market will increase in consumer protection and not decrease it in a way that might be argued as from some people. Because more people will enjoy protection of the state that are currently not protected.
0: Pretty much. to what extent do we need state's interference? What are the basic guidelines that should be set in new legislation and where should, in your opinion, the state's interference stop?
1: Sasha, I have always advocated the lowest possible level, level of state interference in any business. The main task of the state is to adopt quality legislation and implement it consistent, consistently. Due to the probable perception of the general public that the gaming industry also has negative externalities it could also be the task of the state to communicate it in the right way the purposes of which selected gambling taxes are levied and to develop programs to combat problem gambling everything else should be left to the laws of the market and competition
0: okay I guess you both have an idea which betting companies are looking into the Slovenian market. Uh, What do you think? Who is more interested, EU or Balkan companies and why, Primoš?
1: As per my knowledge, all major European betting companies are interested in entering the Slovenian market if and when the legislation changes. I also got directly approached by some regional companies from the Balkan region which desire to start a business if the market opens to the foreign capital. Due to the historical ties and knowledge of the business environment, the Slovenian market is certainly more interesting for online casino and betting operators from the Balkans. It is also interesting to note that the majority of the users of gaming products in Slovenia demographically come from the countries of the former Yugoslavia. So they have roots there or have immigrated to Slovenia because of this connection and because it's much easier to reach them with advertising, they are better equated with brands originating from the Balkan countries than to those from Western Europe. Despite its small size, the Slovenian market will also be interesting for major European operators who are looking for their opportunity and want a piece of pie in all regulated markets,
0: Gaspard, do you want to add something?
2: I, I agree with pretty much. I think that he covered everything. Here we are seeing the same uh, in our line of business, um, and there are people that are patiently, or companies that are patiently waiting about what's going to happen with uh, the, the law that is currently pending in Parliament. Mm. So, okay.
0: so important, global and regional players both are. Uh, yes, all, all companies are interested.
1: Yeah, Uh, Sasha Slovenia is not that small as it seems, you know, (laughs) so it's all it's interesting for business in all the segments of uh, uh, business in general. So uh, I expect that uh, we will see quite high interest uh, among uh, online casino and betting sports betting operators.
0: Well, this brings me to the last topic of this episode. Slovenia has at the moment only two organisers of classical gambling, and we know that the profits generated by those two organisers are used to finance various sports and non-profit organisations. We all know that the global players you have mentioned before quite often also sponsor various sports. The question that comes to mind is why do we allow sports organizations to find their finances on the market rather than through public financing system? Do you have any thoughts, Pretty much,
1: Sasha, as you know, sport is business, a global business, and it would be fitting to allow business entities, in this case, gambling organizers in any form, to directly connect with sports clubs themselves and uh, provide them with the sponsorship funds that will enable them to develop the sport, compete, or even survive without unnecessary bureaucracy and state interference. It would be urgent to change the law to allow gambling advertising as well. Gambling is in no way a different business than, let's say, the production of uh, alcoholic beverages or alike. And Slovenia should follow these trends. In general, the, the legislator should liberalize the gaming market and allow advertising. In particular, sports and sports betting are two inseparable segments where such liberalization would achieve enormous synergies.
0: Okay, Gaspar, anything to add here?
2: S much already mentioned uh, advertisement is banned in Slovenia because only the concession holders are allowed to uh, advertise in Slovenia, so currently this is only Slovenian sports lottery. And if we allow more players on the market, I think there will be more funds available to sport and sports organization which will not only have an economic but also a social effect to the whole uh, Slovenian community, which we all know it's very much a sporting, we are very much a sporting nation. So, and at the end of the day, if we look of the conditions are... sports organization or sportsmen and sportswomen have, they're not really comparable to ones from big countries, uh, uh, which allows sponsor funds to come into um, a sports organization. I have one question for Primash, uh, for the end. Are you basically trying to, um, are you looking forward for the complete uh, Liberalisation of the market. Do you think that it has to be a bit limited or fully open?
1: In my opinion, you know, all the limitations uh, bring us to, let's say, uh, cases where people try to to avoid, you know, and break the rules. So, uh, in okay. my opinion, because I see uh, gambling in general as uh, nothing but a normal business so um i would suggest that slovenia uh, liberalizes this in a way that uh, all these operators will be allowed to uh, participate in sport and to pay to the sports clubs the amount they want so in my opinion there should be no limits for that so
0: okay uh, thank, dear primos and gasper thank you very much for this debate which was so eye-opening in many ways It was a real pleasure talking to you. Let's wait and see how the story will develop in Parliament. To all of you listening to this episode of At Center Stage, thank you for being with us. If you missed our previous episodes, you can always find them on the CMS website and in all major podcast apps, such as Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, stay safe and enjoy.